your host, and welcome to the Industry Horror Coffee Cast. I'm Nathan. And from the last review when I did seven, I did make a mistake, and I do apologize. I said that Arlie Ermy was a pseudonym for one of the for one of the actors, but apparently I was wrong. Arlie Ermy is actually a real person. That was my bad. What is your major malfunction? I'm sorry, Arlie Ermy. It just sounded something of a pseudonym. Now you give me 50 push-ups, you understand here, maggot? I am as real as it gets. Rest in peace, Arlie Ermy. But with that out of the way, now it's time if you thought that serial killer was disturbing. Wait till we get to this one. Matter of fact, this was such a creepy performance. Scary performance. Scary, well, performance by Anthony Hopkins. This, this film of a movie actually got some Oscars and even won Best Picture for the 1991 Oscars. Silence of the Lambs. Now this movie, I've, I've always wanted to go, I always wanted to watch Silence of the Lambs to see, to see and listen what the, or the hub of it was about. So we shall see. Now, of course, there will be some spoilers ahead. Spoilers, spoilers, nothing but a bunch of spoilers. So if you don't want the movie to be ruined for you, and don't want your head to go a-boiling, don't even blame me. There are spoilers, spoilers, so spoilers ahead. If you skip over, I'm not the one to blame. Spoilers ahead, people. So, before I talk about the Silence of the Lambs movie, I just want to mention about what I've noticed with the cover of the of the movie. You could obviously see the face of what looks like to be a a young-looking Jodie Foster with around her mouth uh, apparently a moth, and it's a moth with even a a creepy looking skull on its back and let me read the summary here Anthony Hopkins and Jodie Foster deliver sensational Oscar winning performances in this shockingly powerful thriller New York Magazine, stunning Los Angeles Times and spellbinding The Hollywood Reporter this terrifying masterpiece garnered five Academy Awards including Best Director and the coveted Best Picture a vicious psychopath is murdering women throughout the Midwest, believing it takes one to know one. The FBI sends agent Corey Starling Foster to interview a prisoner who may provide clues to the killer's actions. That prisoner is Hannibal Lecter Hopkins, a brilliant, demented cannibal who agrees to help Starling only if she'll feed his morbid curiosity with details of her own complicated life. But as their relationship develops, Starling is forced to confront not only 
her own hidden demons, but also an evil so powerful that she may not have the courage or strength to stop it. Why do they call it the Silence of the Lambs? It, the, the cover of the movie doesn't really have... Doesn't really have anything to do with sheep. Unless... Oh, I think they're using it as a metaphor. Okay. Dr. Franken one, you have another patient? Oh, thank you very much. Please, please, come in. So please tell me when exactly these problems and even some nightmares have occurred into your... into your life. Well, Doctor, it all started... <laughs> doctor? Are you okay, Doctor? Yes. Please continue on with your story. I really enjoy quite a great fable. Anyways, Doctor, it all started when I watched the Silence of the Lambs movie and discussing it with my dad. So, the movie starts out with a trainee for the FBI by the name of Clarice Stark, which is played by Jerry Foster. And she was assigned to them, not as a case, but as an errand. But there was a lot more to this errand. Errand? Yeah, errand. Like errands. You know, running errands. Oh, uh, yeah. And of course she goes to the source, which was Dr. Hannibal Lecter, who was a can who was a cannibal, and trying to get to the bottom of who Buffalo Bill really is. Because at this point in the movie, Buffalo Bill has already made a, a fifth killing already. He, he skins his victims and wears them. Wears them. He skins his victims and then wears their skin? Skins them. Yeah. And sometimes he just. The weirdest part is, he just. He can easily act the part. Uh, in one scene, he. It looked like he needed help to get, you know, his couch. You know, what's split at night. And uh, it took place in Memphis, Tennessee. This woman was just. Looked like it seems she just came back from the grocery store. And she sees a man struggling, you know, getting his couch onto his, into his van, it seemed. And so, of course, you know, as most people would, or try to find a way to help out. Even though all of us would be unsuspicious about this, but still I'll help out anyways, right? And of course, it goes into some dark humor. Uh, what size are 
because you look like a 14, so that I don't understand that, and then kind of uh, whacks her, and then she puts her into the couch, because he also is great with sewing and crochet, so he sews to cover the couch around the person, that way it looks like it's a couch to people. suspicious because he's always suspicious when someone comes and wants information. So Corey's had to make sure to not make it too obvious. So she asked him about his wife and stuff like that that way. She's working for the FBI. Yeah, she's working for the FBI. And they feel, you know, you know, philosophy in order to catch a criminal, sometimes you gotta have the mind of a criminal to understand how to catch a criminal, especially with his background of cannibalism as well, because he the guy that they're looking for is trying to skin that skins victims almost in similarity just just this guy doesn't eat them instead he wears them which to be honest it's like saying potato potato in this case it's a really matter of messing around with skin messing around with someone's carcass or something disturbing Disturbing to stop her. <laughs> and so, of course, how? Uh, so later on, we get to the point that turns out this guy ended up actually. He, he, this guy doesn't really care about like politics or anything like that. He just conveniently captured uh, the senator of Tennessee's. 25-year-old daughter and holding her hostage in a well. This guy is Oh, he's in Quantico. He's still in Quantico. Appreciate but then at some point uh, since they there's this a uh, there's this other doctor that, you know, that's, his patient is Hannibal Lecter. That's his patient. And he doesn't like the fact that he's not given information on what's going on with, with Hannibal Lecter, because, you know, that's his patient. He's wondering what's going on, what information, is there any, you know, any way to understand, not his mind, but also 
basically, I think this guy is more focused on trying to write best-selling books if he can figure out what the heck goes through this crazy intellectual of a man's mind, basically. He's looking to be in medical journals and, you know, going on. He's not, he does, he's not really concerned with the patient, and you later on find out about that. He doesn't really care about the patient. I mean, that's what I got from it. He doesn't really care about the patient. He only wants to know what's vital information, and then he can take credit and then say, Hey, I found the whereabouts of Buffalo Bill, even though really Corey Starling did it. So they're competing within the realm of the FBI or something like that? No, I think this doctor just wants credit that he thinks he deserves. But he's not really that important of a character. It's just... Oh, okay. Yeah, forgetting that. Dr. Childen. No, but I'm just telling you that's what I got from... Starling uh, tricked Hannibal Lecter because uh, she wanted information on Buffalo Bill. And so she was saying, oh yeah, the senator of, of so-and-so says that if you give this information, we'll be able to transfer you to you know, a new place, of course, with a bunch of guards and everything, but you'll be able to swim in the ocean on a nice view of the outdoors and because that's all he wants. He wants a, a better environment instead of being confined. Because he's been in there for so long. Around. So he's an inmate uh, in uh, a criminal inmate? Yeah. Uh, all right. He's in a confined cell. Uh-huh. Confined cell, glass, security everywhere, pretty much. He's got Eloquently. Questionnaire. She had no idea that she knew. She was just a sign that you don't know, just try to get any information that could help out someone, you know, that way we get in the mind of a criminal. 
but turns out he had a lot more connection with the case that she was working on. And even turns out, even the FBI knew that, just they didn't want to be too obvious with just being straightforward. Well, we know you have connections to Buffalo Bill, can you give us information? Because if you just went that way, he's like, no, I'm not going to give you any information. You're just wasting your time. Barged in like a wild animal. No. You gotta be more civil. And. Okay, so he comes to an agreement with that. And then you find out later on that the, the doctor that his patient is Hannibal Lecter. That doctor. I just forget his name. It was that it was that forgettable of character until later on. Like, oh yeah, I know that face. Mm. And he's like, aha, you fell for a trick. Are you gaming? Letting you have, you know, being able to be free and doing this and doing that. No, we're gonna we're gonna transfer you to Memphis, Tennessee. Of course, Hannibal Lecter didn't like that. And they didn't really trust him. They even put a muzzle around him and everything. They had him all, all strapped up. And of course, he has a meetup with the senator of Tennessee. Basically, him helping them out with the Buffalo Bill case, or finding the daughter of the oh, senator. Okay. Because he was pretty much just mad. He got tricked, you know. Darn it. I'm an intellectual. I, I mean, I should have seen that coming. I can't believe I fell for that. He has like a change of heart. I mean, the deal didn't still go. He goes like, "All right, I'll I'll tell you where, where this Buffalo Bill, what's his real name, and where he's located at." The name is Luis, and he's I do believe he's around the Philadelphia area. Most likely he is. I'm not quite sure, but that's the, all the information that I have. Senator, like she was surprised, like, how, how did you know all of that? It was creepy. It's like, oh, God. Makes your skin crawl. You know what's worse than a killer? Yeah. A killer that can think five steps ahead or is always thinking. That, that, that's the scariest intellectual killer. Mangled, calculated, every single 
Oh, and everything has it all prepped up, ready to trap you. You're thinking you're getting the best of him, but he's really getting the best of you. Mm-hmm. I don't think this movie messed me up in a sense, but it had me think, and it kind of made my brain go around a million miles per hour. As a guinea pig that was, at first, you know, just strolling along its wheel. Strolling, 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 strolling. And for some strange reason, I found myself on a treadmill. And then the treadmill became a rocket ship. And the rocket ship became a speeding bullet. Anyways, let's get back to the story. Okay, so Dustin had found a transfer. Then, like they was just told him about the information, anyways. And, oh, and of course, Corey's comes by again. But she doesn't know that the FBI knows the name of Buffalo Bill. She doesn't know. Hannibal is keeping that as a secret. Because he didn't like being tricked. strange way you can even see in a little bit of a reveal of a, of a shot. He even drew a picture of Corey's. I mean, he hasn't seen a woman in a long time, so yeah. He's in the confined. Of course, it seems that, to her, it seems she's running out of time because she has only a week to get enough information that way they can find Buffalo Bill, hunt him down, and hopefully they can kill him or put him in, in cuffs, one way or another, just some way of that, and making sure that the senator's daughter doesn't die. Yeah, because... The way he does it, he's starving them. He gives little scraps. That way it's enough. That way their skin is still good enough. But at the same time, that's what he wanted to have. I mean, it was all messed up. He even gave him lotion. He gave him lotion to put around their body. Put on. Let's get back to 
part of this crazy world that she's running out of time and Hannibal is being unreasonable with her. And then last thing is like, all right, here, I have all the paperwork right here. Everything that you gave me, I'm giving you, giving back to you. All of the answers of Buffalo Bill are in these papers. And of course, one of the rules was you don't give anything to Hannibal Lecter, but in extreme situations, it was just, she was needing information on Buffalo Bill that she kind of a little bit broke the rules that they told her not to do, and so you find out the reason why, because there was actually a key, a hidden key, and got a hold of it, he was going to use it for later on in, in the movie. What was she going to do with it? What, the key? They didn't really explain that. I guess just in, I guess it's one of those keys of just in case, you know. I mean, if you're in the FBI, you need to have an extra key just in case somehow you get yourselves handcuffed for some strange reason. Oh, with the electric handcuff? Yeah. Mm -hmm. A handcuff key. So just in case they get in an extreme scenario, as in a, it seems like they're in a hostage situation or, or they're the hostage and they finally escape or something. So they have an extra key and apparently somehow uh, Hannibal got a hold of that key. I don't know how, but I think he did. And, but there was a really important scene, uh, a really important one as in the reason why the movie is titled The Silence of the Lambs. So it turns out Clarice had a traumatic, because she ran away from home. Uh, her dad died, and she was transferred to Montana. So, so she was living with some cousins. She found a lamb. She found a lamb that was screaming. And I guess apparently her, her cousins got to her and it was really dark. It was nothing but darkness. She heard this lamb scream. screaming. She got a hold of the lamb. Her cousins, it's either that or it might have been her cousins, her uncle, someone that's like some, somewhere in the family. Mm -hmm. Something bad to the lamb. Oh. 
she still ran away, I guess, and they killed the lamb. One of the family members that's from Montana. the sounds of the lambs. Mm-hmm. I was always wondering about that ever mm-hmm. since I heard that movie. Like, why do they call it the sounds of the lambs? Shouldn't there be a picture of a lamb on the on the movie cover? Why the sounds of the lambs? Mm-hmm. Sorry to kind of backtrack, mm-hmm. but with one of the killings, they ended up finding something in the mouth mm-hmm. of one of the victims. Apparently, it was a chrysalis for a moth. Descent moth. A well-known a, a moth that you only can find in Asia. And it's a deadly moth, too. I forget the actual name of the moth, but it had a... It showed a, a skull on the back, so that means death. So everything seemed, you know, all fine. No Hannibal Lecter's in this cell. Harris is now on the case to find. You know, she's still doing training in the FBI while trying to look for Buffalo Bill. Mm-hmm. Where about the Buffalo Bill? But then, of course, with Hannibal Lecter, because he has now that handcuff key. So there were two cops that were guarding him. And you know, even killers have to eat too. Mm-hmm. And he had a weird request for lamb. We're wondering why does he want lamb all of a sudden, especially for breakfast. Mm-hmm. So there's coffee, less lamb. They did their usual procedure, you know. He had his handcuffs around the cell, around the cell. And they hand him the food. Remember, he, he used to be a cannibal. Well, turns out he still is, but I mean, he's well known for being a cannibal. Oh. Yeah, cannibal, cannibal. That's how I remember it. Cannibal to cannibal. So he's hiding in his hand. You know, he's doing everything that the officers are telling him. Like, all right, officers. You know, he's being polite. Which, if you were a cop, you would think of something should be up. But of course, this is a movie, obviously. Mm-hmm. But in real life, they would go like, okay, there's something suspicious going on. I want to go in right now. Since this is a movie, they kind of easily fall for it. They go into the cell to try to serve the food. 
Hannibal Lecter has that extra handcuff key. And he finds a way, he makes it look like, you know, he's all handcuffed, you know, both handcuffs and everything, that trick. Had the key and got both the handcuffs off. He ate one of the police officers' face. Yeah, ate it. Like, kind of mutilated his face. And then he had one cop have his, uh, you know, he put the handcuff because when he put the plate Tray. of food on the table, he slapped one of the handcuffs, dragged him, handcuffed him to the cell, grabbed his nightstick, and punched him with the nightstick. But not enough to kill him. out because it's these two people, the only two people that were guarding him, you know, he done his job. So he just walks out. So, what happened to the two people who were guarding him? One got bitten in the face, mutilated, and the other one got plunged with a nightstick. So now the rest of security is catching on that he has escaped and for the worst. And they find out that actually he's on the roof of the elevator, or as it seems, because that's his clothes. That's his clothes that he wears when he was in the cell. They even shot at him, and he didn't move, he didn't budge. And so they came to the conclusion of, that wasn't him. And of course, with the officer with his face mutilated, he was still alive. So they came in. bandage around his face. So they took him into an ambulance. They put him in an ambulance. But what you find out, guess who was that mutilated officer in the ambulance the whole time? Hannibal Lecter in a skin mask.
so we get that to to Corey. She's trying to figure out the whereabouts. Meanwhile, the FBI is heading to Philadelphia as we speak, because that's where they think Buffalo Bill is at. Meanwhile, also, sorry to say meanwhile a lot, but there was a lot going on mm -hmm. at the same time. Meanwhile, it turns out that the senator's daughter found a tricky way to find a way to get out of there. You see, with that bucket bat was used to pick up and take down the lotion, she used that bucket. She wrapped a bone around it. That way the dog could probably drag it and then she could get in the bucket or something around that line. And she gets out. Gets out of the well. second, that guy would turn out to be Buffalo Bill, right there, when she was at the house. But there's that it wasn't. But then after she talked to some of the friends of one of the victims, and she headed down to, I think it was called Clamont, Illinois, something like that? Claremont. Claremont, Illinois. Maybe that sounds right. Claremont, Illinois. Uh, C L E R D, but something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Quite about Illinois. And so you get each shot by shot, and it's it's that trick, you know, with with editing. They make you think that they're both at the same house or at the same time, but it turns out one is at the opposite than the other. Mm -hmm. So they make you, so they make it look that they're both. They're both at the place where Buffalo Bill is at. But it turns out the FBI was misled. There was no one in that house in Philadelphia. And Corey's comes knocking on the door, and you see a guy. He just sees a regular guy. And then when she walks in, and she figures out that this guy is none other than Buffalo Bill. So she now has figured out. All she has to do is find a way to But before that the the senator's daughter got a hold of Buffalo Bill's dog. She was just trying to find a way. I mean no one can't blame her. I don't think she would have the dog, but you know, you just gotta make it sound convincing that way they get you out of there. She was trying to make negotiations. I mean, she knows her politics. <laughs> okay, I will not press any charges 
Your dog will live. You let me go. I will kill your dog. Like, she meant it. Like, I will kill your dog if you don't let me out of here. She sounded convincing. And got Buffalo Bill really startled up. dog has a broken leg, we need to take her to the vet, you know, or saying something like that as well, like, okay, negotiation doesn't work, all right, your dog has a broken leg, you need to take her to the vet. I can help you with that, and I will not press any charges. You know, that kind of thing, like, okay, negotiation doesn't work, oh, your dog has a broken leg, I can help out, you know, and everything. I won't press any charges. You let me go. I help you with your dog. That kind of thing. The buffalo girl gets starved because Corey's picked the wrong time. She was ringing on the doorbell. She was about to get out on her own. Which is usually the case. He's like, Okay, now you're trying to help me? I was helping on my own, okay? <laughs> and of course, Corey's put two two together. Oh my gosh, this is Buffalo Bill. Put your hands behind your back. You're under arrest, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, and he was just laughing and he just escaped. And I was like, well, I'll give credit to this movie. Not every criminal is going to freeze when you say freeze. Right? It just doesn't work that way. And of course, she finds the senator's daughter, and she was like, I just need you to be quiet. That way I can find this guy, and that way I can bring you to safety. You know, all that stuff. You gotta keep that dog piped down. And of course, she's hungry, angry. She even said the B word to her. <laughs> and of course, you know, she's looking around, looking around, looking around. She finds where these, where all these, uh, moths. Chrysalises are at, and she's trying to look for Buffalo Bill. And she's, you can see the fear in her eyes, and she, she's scared, she's worried that she might be dead, she might get killed, you know? She, she will get killed and end up being one of the next victims. And of course, back in Philadelphia, one of the FBI people like, oh no, Clarice. Because she was all alone, she didn't have FBI backup. She went to Buffalo Bill's house all by herself. There was no FBI backup. So they knew we'd take action. They tried to get to Claremont, Illinois, as fast as possible. Turns off the lights. 
just, you know what's even more creepy than him just chasing after her? Him not doing anything, going the back, seeing her helplessly in the dark with her gun, trying to look around, trying to feel around. Just letting her struggle as a, as a gazelle that got wounded somehow and slowly bleeding, not being able to run, and it's a lion. Lion, cheetah, whatever wildcat you prefer. Just way around for it, I'm struggling, and I'm just picking the right time to attack. Stuff out of this. But you, but there was an earlier scene that demonstrated on she made a mistake when it came to you know coming in trying to capture the criminal and about her checking, you know, checking back, make sure you check around the door just in case because otherwise that's the blind spot and bam. So they showed that earlier and to foreshadow for this scene, apparently. So he grabs his gun, she looks around, and she sees, and it pow, pow, pow. Buffalo Bill got shot right in the gut. Regardless of the fact that he had the advantage because it was his house, it was, he was known at that place. He had night vision goggles on, but still she fell away. Okay, everything seems all fine and dandy, right? Yay, Buffalo Bill is dead. The senator's daughter can return back to Tennessee. All is well, and she got promoted into actually being part of the FBI full time. Of course, after finding a way with that piece and without any FBI backup, you would be a fool not to let her be part of the FBI. Mm -hmm. And of course, you hear all the congratulations of not being part of the FBI. But when you just thought everything was all wrapped up, a phone call. Can you guess who that phone call is from? He goes like, don't even bother trying to look for me. And she's like, you know I can't make that promise with you. Um, let's just say that I will have dinner with an old time friend. And it turns out it was that doctor. His patient is Hannibal Lecter. Walking out, he was following him, and that's going to be his next victim. But they just leave it open of, and he's in a disguise and everything, and you can have somebody else's hair as well. And then you see a slow pan out, and that's the end of the movie. So Hannibal Lecter started off being the representative of the FBI, and he was. 
the, the FBI. He helped out with the FBI with, with information. Well, he was supposed to be a good guy to start with. No, Daddy, he was a really bad guy. To start with? Yes. Okay, well, I understood you that he was bad. No. Okay. Anyway, so he always was the crook. He was a bad guy, it's just a part of the mindset. What it takes to catch a bad guy is the mindset of a bad guy. Oh, I see. It's kind of easy to catch him. Yeah. Right. And so they were using him. That way they came to hit Buffalo Bill, capture Buffalo Bill. Yeah. But actually, it turns out that who they were trying to catch was. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, something uh, like that. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll so, give you that. And so we're always a maximum of creepiness. Yeah. yeah. Makes your skin crawl. Makes you feel yeah. like you have a bunch of books around you as you be yeah. lying on the yeah. ground I kind of feeling. Yeah. Okay. Alright. Well, thank you for letting me discuss yeah. the movie with you. I feel a lot better now. Well, good. I'm glad. Oh. What makes it extra creepy is they did a lot of research. They even had the FBI's uh, Behavioral Sciences Unit help out as well in this movie. That way they get extra great detail. So the movie might be really creepy, but what's even creepier about this, this is mostly legitimate of what some, some people out there can be like. I was so scared, I felt like Medusa turning the stone, and there was no Medusa. That movie turned me the stone. Petrified of terror. I would just find a miracle if I can even sleep tonight. And thank you, Dr. Sprague, as a special guest. going to ever watch the movie. I told you the movie, so therefore you don't have to worry about watching it. This movie is one of those movies I can't say enjoyed, but is definitely a memorable experience of watching this movie. I give this five out of five. There is a reason why this is the one horror movie that has been coveted with a lot of Oscar wins and even winning Best Picture. The acting performances by both Anthony Hopkins and Jodie Foster are definitely memorable. And even the actor that played Buffalo Bill was really even expanding on the creep factor in this movie. The actor's name was Ted Levine. The music composition 
was par excellence. And with the technical aspect, for horror movies, they usually want different types of camera camera shots. But the interesting part with this movie is this was mostly shot with with by camera of either with extreme close-ups, close-ups, and even medium shots. There would be a high angle shot or a low angle shot now and then. But otherwise it was mostly medium, close-up, and extreme close-up shots. There was this one scene that you could tell with especially with the lighting and and how dark in the background and 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 all you see is these beady these beady blue eyes that are marble and pearl like eyes just adds extra to the creep factor Ugh. Just add those eyes on to pretty much any horror monster, and boy, you got yourself a creep factor right there. So yeah, in a surprising twist of things, I would definitely, if I recommend people to watch this movie, if you have a fascination for for thrillers or in the mind of a criminal or if you want to see a great example of acting performances to the point that it's creepy and even scary this is the movie for you wow that is quite a yarn Spinning the yarn, Carice. Now, would you like some fava beans and a nice ante? I, your voice sounds, sounds different. Oh my gosh, you are not Dr. Frankenwine. <laughs> hey! <laughs> you know what? Yes, I would actually enjoy that offer. I, I've never tried fava beans. What, what are actually fava beans? Try it and you'll see. Mmm. That's good father bench. Uh is that liver I see? Oh, so it is. I'll, I'll just have some Chianti and I'll just uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll just let you be oh but we were just having 
such a wonderful conversation we were. Are you sure you couldn't st stick around for a nice tea? No, I'm good. Bye! Ah, <laughs> uh, what an interesting fellow. Such a darn shame to have such great liver to go to waste. Ooh, and it has with some onions as well. His loss. And there you have it. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of the Industry or Coffee Cast. As I'm Nathan, saying, add a little bit of horror into your life. If you enjoy listening to this Coffee Cast episode, we have another, let's see here. Now seven ep other episodes that you can that you can check out and listen to, especially the seven review, and also check out the Industry Horror Coffin Cast YouTube page. I will be putting up my reaction to this movie of the Silence of the Lambs. And this is also brought to you by Industry Horror. Industry Horror is a 501c3 nonprofit that gives opportunities and trains in trade to autistic adults and those with special needs. With custom silkscreen printing on on shirts, sweaters, hoodies, tank tops, crop tops, tote bags, caps, hand-knitted beanies, buttons, and stickers. You can shop online at industryhorror.com with unique screen printed designs. And also if you are a business, no matter how large or how small, your businesses will be happy to do custom silk screen printing. And if you need some update with your logo, we can also help out with that, help out with that as well. We're also located in the Venture County area. We're in downtown Ventura, located off of 518 East Main Street. The Industry Horror Boutique Shop, where we also have socks, accessories, and we're right across the street from the Century 10 Theater and near the Buffalo Exchange Store. And also, if you are shopping on Amazon, you can find a way around the Amazon Smile program. You can donate to Industry Horror as well. So while you're shopping for whatever you're looking for. But also, keep in mind of also shopping for, for us. 
Industry Horror, Screen Printing with a Conscious. And tune in next time, where I will be reviewing Frontiers. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you to all the industry horror heroes out there. As I'm Nathan saying, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you to my guests, Dr. Sh- my dad, Dr. Sprague, uh, Dr. Frankenwine, and, and even Hannibal.